0: Hello, well, this is Blonde-Haired Girl. So it's the middle of the night. <laughs> I woke up. Um, and there was something that I, I was thinking about yesterday. And you know, I I'm going to go back to that I I read my my analytics uh, quite a bit and there's like some of my podcasts you know that are not as popular like the ones that are popular like there's there's really actually very few that that have been like a lot of people have listened to um and so I'm like paying attention to a point, you know, that I that I mean this is something that just sort of plays on my mind quite a bit, you know, of of am I should I be um uh, trying to please an audience, Am I, like w- what is my motivation and And really, my motivation is about ideas like ideas are are like very important to me, uh, which is what is the motivating factor for me to do. Everything that I do, I mean, I actually really enjoy ideas. <laughs> I enjoy them a lot, um, but anyway, I was I, and this is uh, you know, and it seems like when I talk about Jesus, my audience is not interested. Like, like generally speaking. The ones that have Jesus in the title are not as popular, and it doesn't it doesn't matter like which venue. It's it's so it's sounding to me like I don't have a my audience is not necessarily of the like, Christian faith, which is totally great with me. It's totally great with me, but I. And, and it's not necessarily, I'm, I, I don't even call myself necessarily a Christian. Uh, I believe in the teachings of Jesus, but I don't necessarily even call myself a Christian because I'm not a Christian like other people are Christian. And I feel like if I, I were to say I were a Christian, then they would put me in that box. And I'm not in that box. And, in fact, I don't necessarily believe in any kind of literal interpretation of the Bible. So, for a while, pardon by yawn, middle of the night. (laughs) So, for a while, I had kind of thrown away the Bible. I was like, I I don't know what to do because I don't, you know, I don't want to pick and choose, you know, Especially the way the Christians do. I'm sorry. You know, my judgmental nature is coming out right in that moment. Um, I don't want to pick and choose what I'm going to believe, what I'm not going to believe um, in the Bible. So I sort of throw the whole thing out. But I it like formed my, my early beliefs. So as a, I was raised a Catholic. And so all of this like really formed my, my early beliefs. And I, I, in an ideology that sort of lives in you in a way. And you know in studying all all kinds of 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 religion, you know it is the it more closely aligns for me like his actual teachings like uh, which seem to kind of come through teachings of like do not judge other people um love your neighbor." As yourself, um, love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, and all of your strength. Um, Be the light, this, you know, um, uh, that you will do greater things than I do. Um, Like some of the things that he said, you know, seem to ring like truth to me and standing as, a, as an idea of actual love as an idea of love like it seems to ring true to me the things that there are certain things that seem true and so in living a life on the planet in a loving manner but but i feel like a lot of times what gets missed is is Jesus and talking about these principles the principles of of like changing matter through the power of intention. So, you know, as I've said over and over again, I've been like really fixated on this, this biblical phrase where he said, you could say to that mountain to move with the with the faith the size of a mustard seed. You could say to that mountain to move and it would move. Okay, so I've kind of like morphed into understanding that not necessarily the mountain, it's the the seemingly impossible thing. That you can do the seemingly impossible thing with very, very little faith. But there's also like, like, like there's this other little like hidden message in that sometimes for me as as because I get kind of hooked up on that that little faith because in the practice of this it sort of seems like you have to have a lot of faith but it's kind of it's kind of, I don't know how to word this, but it's sort of like the wrong kind of faith. It's like, it's like, there's this other like biblical phrase, but I think it's like from the Old Testament where it says, but not by might, but by my power, says the Lord. And so it's sort of like like finessing this thing. Finessing this idea into existence and you can't like ram it you can't force it you can't demand it you can't like in a way sort of command it in a way like, it's is. it's like loving it into existence when it's something that you you love, it's something that you care about something that you that you want you want to to bloom (laughs) it's like bloom it's like um, unfold something unfolds And so, um, so he, what I've been, what have been, what I, what came to mind for me, I think it was yesterday, was when he said, you know, when he said, I will rebuild this temple in three days. And, you know, there have been some, some ideas that have come to me, uh, as ideas come to me and i and i don't even remember how this came to me but um as a theory as a impression i don't remember where this idea came to me i'm just going to say that that the, the the whole like crucif arrest and crucifixion of jesus was like sort of a a setup. It was like a he like planned it out because for the bigger message that he would he would come back and prove that there is no death as as we as we believe there's death and. This is another thing that I've been a bit fixated on is that, I mean, theoretically, I mean, it says that he came back, you know, he died. But they actually, the the Catholic, I mean, the Christian church believes that he resurrected. So resurrecting is different than being buried and your body turns to dust and your soul leaves your body resurrected means that your you come back to life your body and there is this there is this it is implied in the bible that he came to visit them and that it was him not like the ghost of him that it was him but here's the thing how often do you see people whose heart has stopped and, and they're, they're in the morgue and then they walk out of the morgue like like i mean i'm just saying like how often do you see people resurrect die and come back to life i mean i have heard that there have been other um spiritually spiritual people who have resurrected they make they make the assumption that or the The Catholic Church likes to think that Mary assumed into heaven. Um, (laughs) But I mean, I'm I'm just saying, like, how often do we see this? And we, like, we really don't. We don't. Like, never in my lifetime have I ever seen, and anybody that I've ever heard in any anything, I have never heard of anybody resurrecting. I mean, that's not to say, you know, that they, they, you know, I mean, I've heard of stories where a person had passed away for 90 minutes and was brought back. But not three days in the tomb. So, it's a, it's just like a, a really really interesting thing for me like just so <laughs> but the greater message for me was that he it was sort of like this challenge so like you think about the things that he had done you know the the that are that he had said to have been said that he did like turning water into wine um calming the the sea uh so changing weather um feeding 5,000 people at an event so basically multiplying food uh Walking in water, uh, I don't know. There's probably more. Like, what about the you know Lazarus? Um, but he, but the Bible said that he said, "I will, I will raise this temple." So, he, basically, there was this challenge. He was challenging that he was going to come back and prove that there is no death as as it had been said because I mean there are to my knowledge and I could be absolutely wrong but people who are Jewish still believe that when you die that's it that's the end of life they don't believe in reincarnation they don't believe in you know that the soul goes anywhere you just die you cease to exist And even with that, I, I like to say, like, would it really matter? I mean, would you live your life differently? And in fact, you might live your life differently. And that if this is your only shot, you might as well, like, really make it count, right? Although I, I I believe with everything that I am, that there is something after this. I really do. I believe that with everything Um, everything that I've experienced uh, and it could all just be like a figment of our imagination right (laughs) absolutely all of it could just be bogus like just nothingness it's like a whole lot about absolutely nothing right but coming from somebody that And I practice this. So I'm, I'm, I am consistently on this practice of doing this seemingly impossible thing. So I'm I'm consistently trying to stay to that mountain to move. Whatever it is in my life. You know, every day I'm sort of testing it. I'm, I'm working at it. I'm practicing it. This is my practice. This is my life. I think it's everybody's life, but most, a lot of people, I don't know if most, but I, I actually, I mean, I think a lot of people just don't really care. They're just, you know, living their life. um. But, and in all actuality, I mean, I, I, I think it's a combination. I think I, I've had a pre- propensity for this since as far back as I can remember. To this subject matter I just like I've had a propensity to wonder about things um, and so and so at some point I, I came to the to the understanding like the true understanding that I create my reality that so I am the creator of my reality so what am I going to do with that and and there's a lot of responsibility in that. Um, there really is. So, so and so, I practice. I practice all day, every day. It just seems like, and and so I'm 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 practicing doing this thing that that is the seemingly impossible thing, and and. And so I sort of like see, what do you sort of meant by that? It's like, so like this challenge is like, I am going to prove that there is no death as as we've been told there is. I'm going to come back with proof. I'm going to go through this this crucifixion and... and I'm going to come back and I'm going to prove that there is no death as we know it and <laughs> and it's like you, you, you like think about this okay and I just there, it's twofold and I, I want to I'm like trying in my brain to hold on to both ideas because I just have to go down this road just for a little bit And that the whole message, the message of that was like taken over to be about the suffering of Christ for sin, which is a completely different, a completely different, um, and and it doesn't even really jive with his message it doesn't jive with a message of peace and love that god would have the expectation that jesus would suffer on the cry, on the cross for people's sin so the church the christian church decided to grab that that nugget instead of that jesus allowed himself to go through this process of being being arrested and knowing he was going to suffer a horrible horrifying, agonizing death to come back and show us that there is no death. Those are two totally different ideas. So he did yet again the seemingly impossible thing. So and and it just it, it just like occurred to me and I hope that this isn't like completely sacrilegious, <laughs> which I can be sometimes. <laughs> but it's like anybody who is attempting to do something that to other people, seem like an impossible thing. There comes a point where they have this thought. They have this thought that I, I am going to do this. And, and I'm going to show you that I'm going to do this I'm going to show you that it can be done I'm going to take on this challenge this thing that you are saying that I cannot do I am going to do it to prove that it can be done So, so this, the way that this is like relatable to myself is, so I have this, this thing happen and I, and I have this complete change in, in perspective. And sometimes I, I actually understand, have this understanding of the unimportance of this in my life to other people because they have not experienced it so so I think that they it's not relatable it's not always relatable, but for me it it was it was a change that was so like what happened to me was so dramatic and so like I don't even know exactly words to like um to describe it and and but for the people around me it it appeared as a psychosis So so the people around me saw it as a psychosis and I started to talk about things. Okay, so I guess I started to talk about wishes and my and my focus on things really changed. And and I wasn't interested in I guess, like, I don't know how to word this, but playing it small. So there was this, uh, this, like, this game that I used to play with somebody that was significant to me. We used to, like, kind of play this game, and we were, like, bring in an intention into an activity. And there was this one time we were engaging in this activity and I thought, I don't think I said it out loud, but I thought, is world peace too big of an intention? And and so and so I started to talk about things like like heaven on earth and us being able to live the life of our dreams, us being able to you know I just saw that the world could be different. That the world could be different and then I guess that I decided to start with myself in, 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 in a way of beingness becomingness and, and, and then I'm going to say again the people around me saw this as a psychosis And I, and I was getting, and I still get so many of these, I call them synchronicities because I don't know what else to call them, but these like little events that happen that are seemingly, they're so weird and so strange I'm like just giving you like a little example. Like I I told you guys that I had had this number that I was wanting to see and then I saw it in my in the parking lot at my work. I saw it twice this week again. One on a on a another license plate I was driving and it was raining and I I had to turn around and go back because I just couldn't even believe it. I saw it again on that. And then I was buying someone a gift card and that number was on the gift card. That It's a year. This, that year was on the gift card. So exactly what I told you was going to start happening, I was going to start seeing this number a lot. It's It's like beginning... And so I, I, and so I'm learning because I pu- I, I have a couple of things that are in my mind like seemingly um, bigger manifestations or bigger ideas that I am attempting to have in my physicality. And it's, and it's kind of twofold. Firstly, I believe that I will enjoy this, the having of this. And secondly, I want to prove that it can be done. You have no idea how many times I've had people act like I'm ridiculous for having this wish this unrelenting wish and so i say sometimes in my mind just watch me because i go back to something that that i said very recently do I believe in the power of God, or do I not? Do I believe in the power of God you know like and I had said and i and i and i I think that this may be a truth that what is really meant by taking the Lord's name in vain is. Talking about God in a, in a sense of synonymous with power and not believing in it. Because is there any power outside of the power of God? I know, I'm using that word again that upsets people. (laughs) Maybe I should say source. Is there any power outside of the power of source? You know, and then even what pops up in my own mind when I say things like this is, you know, evil. It's like I don't know what to do with that. And I just I just I I guess in free will you're gonna have a whole spectrum of degrees of love. And so And so that that is what I was thinking about. I was thinking about when he said, basically, just watch me because I'm coming back. And I'm going to prove that there is no death as we think of it. Which really was the ultimate. It's really a game changer gotta check my time and see where I'm at <laughs> yeah it's a it's a game changer like the whole I mean the amount of grief over the loss of people through seeming death I and I've just wondered about it my whole life it's just the most bizarre concept isn't it It's a bizarre concept that that I have this theory and I'm not saying I mean I have a lot of theories you know and I'm not saying that they're true I'm not saying that my theories are true. I'm just, I'm just, I just toy with them. But, but it's like, what if we have more control over when we pass? I guess there is this inevitability in it that someday I too will die. And, and I can see that at some point of, of being on the planet in a body for a certain amount of time, we may want a different adventure we just we just want to experience something else you know we've skied all that we want to ski and <laughs> you know we we're just we want to have a different experience and so for one reason or another and so we pass out of our body and move on to the next adventure um but it's 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 a whole different life to live a life in fear of death and see <laughs> And then I'm going back to, you know, the, the Christian religion being completely based on, on this idea that there's this judgment and you will either go to hell or you'll go to heaven for eternity and so much fear. And not being able to even have a single original thought out of fear. I mean, when you put eternal damnation into the equation, (laughs) I mean, it's true. It says right here in the Bible, right? It says it right here. Right here it says it in the Bible. You know you're either going to heaven or hell, so make your choice, which is part of the reason why I threw away the Bible for a percentage of time <clears throat> and so so a lot of times our lives are are taken up by this whole ideology our energy is taken up by this ideology and then when we are quote unquote saved by the torture and suffering of Jesus um when we are saved then we 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 want to make sure that people around us are not going to hell and so then we turn outward and become, you know, the disciples of Christ and go out and spread the word, the good word that if you, you know, trust and believe in the suffering and torture of Jesus, you too will have, quote unquote, eternal life in heaven. But those people, you know, but those unbelievers, you know, where they're going. (laughs) And so, so there's like a number of people, like a lot of people on the planet who have this ideology because this message has really, you know, when you, when you feel like spreading a message, like not even feel like, I mean, when you're talking about eternal damnation, you know, you may want to give people warning, you know, don't be bad. Don't you be bad because. (laughs) But my, so my paradigm changed and, and shifted. I'm not exactly sure when, but. But it became absolutely apparent three years ago. So now the message that I am am emulating is, is that a message that you can actually have a happy life without fear. That, that you can create through the power of God the life that you would like to live full of joy and hope and friends doing a, a career that you love to do whatever it is, paint play an instrument, do a sport Work on car engines, whatever you love to do, go do it. Have an income stream from that that is that is where you're able to do what you want to do. Or just you have an income stream. <laughs> I was listening to um I got a Abraham Hicks. <laughs> and I will never do this justice but I swear I was almost rolling I almost fell out of my chair when I was listening to this it was so funny so at one of her workshops this this woman was saying that she has a she's really really good at manifesting she said but I'm not very good at holding on to it so she said that she that she um that she was able to to manifest a million dollars, she said I had a million dollars, and then I invested it, and I lost all of it and so Esther just went to town with this, she was having so much fun with it, and she was she was comparing money to oxygen which is a which is an idea that i 've never. Even considered, but boy, did it change my my outlook. And then she was saying that, um, so she was telling the woman, you know, like, like, okay, you better hold your breath. Don't swander that breath. And I mean, it was just like it was so funny. Well, you're not going to get any more oxygen because <laughs> you didn't, you didn't use that oxygen properly it was so funny and I know and I know for myself that that money has a I have a wonky thought about money it's like not exactly right I know it's not right yet I'm working on it like I'm I'm on it Um, and money has been a lot better than it had been in the past in my life, but it's not where I want it to be. And so I'm, and and it's getting better and I'm like seeing evidence of it, like money, like coming in like really weird ways and like just bam, like opening my, my, my account and like, bam, there's like, it's like, what, where did that come from? it's like the coolest thing um, and, so, and so I know that it's possible I know it's possible um, but like this comparison with money to oxygen is crazy isn't it but like theoretically absolutely everything that we desire is ever present just like the oxygen we breathe Wayne Dyer said it a little bit differently. He talked about um us being in the womb, he talked about like the womb goes goes throughout our life. It's not just in when we are in our mother's womb. Like you think about a baby in the womb, there's nothing that actually anyone is doing to create that baby. Like you know, honestly, like we didn't really do anything. I mean, it's like we try to take credit for any of this and it's just hilarious to me. It's like, yeah, so I, you know, I had relations with a man and yes, his sperm went with my egg and then this baby and then, you know, I mean, it's like I did like I mean, even the labor part, it was very, very painful, but you know, my body just sort of took over and blah this baby blah, okay. <laughs> but like you think about like being in the womb, and then like all these nutrients, it's like this the placenta is like there, and it's just like all these nutrients are just constantly being being sent to the baby. Everything the baby needs. Oxygen. Nutrients. And that we throughout our life are are in like the womb of God. And that everything that we need is there. It's, It's us not recognizing it. It's us like holding, I I used to make this, this comparison of like, like the love of God. So there's like this, the love of God is just, um, there's no end to it. It is infinite. So the love of God is infinite. And then we put up our umbrella and we and we like put the, the I'm only going to accept this amount of it cuz that's all I deserve. All I deserve is this much love. Well, cuz I'm a I'm a bad person. I'm sorry. I know how silly that sounds, but it's kind of true. And so and so if we just like put our umbrella down and allowed Allowed the envelopment of the love, the nutrients, the sustenance of God, source, universe. And so this has been about, it's like, it's a change in, in, (laughs) it's a pretty radical change, isn't it? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I continue. (laughs) Continue with my own personal journey, <laughs> my own personal Jesus. <laughs> I love that song. Oh my God, I just love that song. Um, I'm trying to think of what band it is. Yeah, it sounds crazy that I can't, like, really think about it right now, but. <clears throat> And so I, I, I practice and practice and practice every day, all day. And sometimes I kind of whine. <laughs> I whine and complain. It's like I'm tired. Um, but I do get tired. I have to admit that. You know, it's like when you're working out these muscles, you're working I'm working out these muscles, working them out, working them out, working them out, practicing Stretching like advancing then like going backwards it's just it's just not a straight road, it's just not, but um sometimes I do I get tired i I've made this comparison before, and I think it's kind of a good one. you know, I step on the scale and I've gained weight instead of lost weight. I've done all the things they told me to do. I've done this, 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 and this. It's supposed to be the formula, right? It's supposed to be, you do this, 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 and this, and voila, it happens, right? (laughs) And I'm going to end with this, and, and this is a little bit of a stretch for me because I don't, I don't, I don't, and I know that I have done a podcast about this probably two years ago or this idea, but I, I'm it it's sort of relatable to me and so forgive me if this is not a subject matter that you're comfortable with, but I just I want to talk about this as a comparison to the art of orgasm. I'm not really sure how it is for men. I I just only know from from a fem female standpoint the art of orgasm because I think that it is very very similar to to learning to to allow things in our life and and so and then I'm talking about like it generally being a pleasant experience like it is very very challenging to have an orgasm if you are not enjoying what is happening to you like it's almost assured that it is not going to happen. And so like you firstly it has to be like pleasing. And then like even during it's like sometimes that changes. It's like so bizarre. It's like like okay, that was pleasing like 5 minutes ago, but now I'm, you know, that's not working. And so and then there's this like huge amount of trust like huge amount of trust like um anyway and so and so it sort of gets closer and then like and it has you know to do with like pleasure and then and then then like like you sort of like okay and you have to sort of change technique and and um and and then it sort of gets closer and closer and and then like there there comes this point where it is assured it is absolutely assured that it is coming and 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 then it's not very long like in in an orgasm at least from my perspective where it actually happens and and, and it just sort of seems very similar to having my desires come into my life. And one of the things that I forget about is the pleasure. <clears throat> because if I were just sitting there and consistently saying, this isn't working, this isn't working, like, it's just not working. Like, where is my orgasm? <laughs> If I were just consistently through the whole process saying this, it would would be pushed away. It's sort of like, it's like you'll have to engage in this activity because you enjoy it. And so me learning to enjoy the process of things like unfolding, because to be honest, an orgasm for a female um, unfolds at least in my perspective this is just my perspective it it is like this unfolding like i can't i can't force it i can't i can't push it through i can't it is something that i absolutely have to allow um and and finesse i mean it's just a very interesting um comparison but i think it's a really good one and so i've been I've been attempting to just find like general pleasantness and pleasure I'm sorry for the word, in like just just this art of living and enjoying and just like seeing the beauty and everything just throughout my day, just like Oh, that's so pretty! Oh, I really like that person oh, I you know I mean, just sort of seeing the beauty and just life and 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 the joy that I get from loving people, well, like yesterday, my son my, my youngest son like left I mean, we're moving him into his dorm in ten days. No, it's like before you get in the, in the, before you get in your car, you need to give me a hug goodbye. It's like the, the, me just loving, just loving people and just, I just love, it's just, I love to love. It just feels so good to love. And so that being the process. So it's not as much even the outcome as it is the act of enjoying this life, this gift. And so, and so there it is. (laughs) I appreciate you listening and I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.